and welcome to TechGrumps 3.04. And today we have myself, Ian Forrester. I am he, him, and I am the host. Hello, I'm David Eastman. I am he, him, I guess, and I'm the co-host. Hello. Sort of. Uh, I, my name is Ryan Alexander. My pronouns are he, him, and I am just the hoi polloi. Ah. Hoi polloi, I like it. So, our first topic of the day is... Evening. The evening. Yes, good point. Um, Is Google's new passkey tech. I'm going to do little quotation marks around that. I think we're talking about passkey generally. Um, There was a question, how do I feel about it? I think it's fantastic. Um, I don't see a negative to it. Um, but it's not Google's tech. It's actually a standard. <coughs> and I think that's... I mean, oh, is that not a standard? No, it, I just sneezed. It, it, it is. I, I, can, I have a very specific edge case that I think... So, and this is just a sci-fi thing, but here's, here's the problem. When you start using biometrics with body parts, people might start stealing body parts. That is yeah. a very good point. Happens um, on all the best films. Like, and, and some of the biometrics are really easy. Like, like we've proved that face re- facial recognition can be fooled by photos. Like, it has to be really good for it to work for that. So, okay, so I'm gonna. I feel like I'm defending Paskey now. <laughs> yes, defend um, it. Like, like, like but, but I, I acknowledge that this is an edge case. Like, like in terms of like most of the common identity theft, like, like probably I'd say 99.99% of the people who do identity theft are not willing to cross that line into chopping people's eyeballs or fingers out, or your entire to, face, to, or your entire face to get that. Like, we're not, we're not, we're not John Travolta here, you know. <laughs> How soon until we are? Oh, so this means I don't have to ask what passkey is, because clearly it's it's just the sort of ID bit that isn't a password. So okay, um, so from uh, this is this is actually where it is useful to use the Google one as an example. Um, it's so passkey shouldn't. You could use passkeys to replace passwords completely, um, which is what they're aiming for it to be. But I kind of like it as as another type of authentication, not maybe not the primary one, because I do store my passwords in a password vault under my control. Um, however, for a lot of people, just to authenticate with another device. So in this case, you go to a website and you kind of want to log in and it just pushes something to um, maybe your phone, you authenticate with your phone as you normally do, and then that sends the um, the, the message or yeah the the signal to the the site that yes this is the person who requested this and this is the right person you can log them in. And oh right, so it's just seamless. using authenticator or something. Yeah. Again, this is just using Google Authenticator then. No, this is the. the this is, I think, the way I like to use it. It's more like a two, like a, a second factor, a multi-factor. However, they're literally talking about um, it wouldn't. You just would authenticate with something that you already have or own or have control over, like your phone. Like your phone. The, the phone option is is easy because it's quite quite clear. Like people do. I like to think people like to have pretty good passwords or pretty good authentication on their phone. I may be very, very wrong. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure Ryan will give me the 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 non-edge case. Uh, Never underestimate actually... the power of human stupidity and that the 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 power of human desire for convenience. I I agree, but I think this is what I think is I think the they got the right amount of convenience in here where you literally just go, yo, it's me. And then it goes. That's oh. that's the part that I agree with, which is like this will succeed if they make it easier than putting in your damn password, and this and like touching your finger to the back of the sensor or just letting it look at your face. For most people, that will be easier, and so I think it has a chance to succeed. It still has the risk of 
I am trusting a third party to unlock all of my shit. And of course, Google wants to do that. And here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. There is no channel. Like, you think this will be like, oh, what could go wrong? We're just going to have Google... We're just going to have Google controlling everything. I swear to fucking God, once this becomes, if it takes off and it's going to happen, Google's going to be like, we'd love to unlock your phone. Watch this 30 motherfucking second ad. That's and then we will I had not thought of that. And then, we, and then we will unlock your shit because that's how they monetize. They are clinging to advertising so hard. And they will, they anything that they can get you hooked on, they will monetize and and unless there's anything else, they're going to monetize it by making it less convenient and sticking ads in somewhere. They will be like, we will happily, we will happily, uh, you know, we will happily authorize this. Please watch this 30 second ad for fucking Squarespace or whatever. David. Gosh. Sorry, all I can say is gosh. That's that's. Uh... <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking, I'm still trying to work out. So this is not the authenticator. This is just when your phone goes somebody wants to get in on this okay that literally just yeah okay i mean i've got there are a few apps that do that anyway and some use authentication so it's one that just it's when google says someone wants to get in here is that okay and you just say yeah okay that's it, it is um and i'm i know some security experts are gonna go ah um it it's not the one that google had before oh it's the same it's the same process but the actual now is a standard. It's not like a Google only thing. Oh, so, I see. So it'll just um, change its name or something. Yeah. So for example, you can use um, OnePass now has um, the ability to you unlock your OnePass, and that that counts as like the authentication for something. Um, Bitwarden's just added something. PayPal. I'm waiting for PayPal to to bloody enable it. They're rolling it out slowly to all Android users, so you can unlock your paypal and then that would give you access to other sites and i think ryan does make a really good point that once you once you are like tied to this system where you're having to use this certain app then it does make sense that paypal and google and all the others will go oh yeah we just need to sit here and wait 30 seconds while i do something else in the background i think the idea is that the protocol doesn't allow you to intercept the actual um it's all done with like you know encryption, proper encryption. yet yet um but i do but i do think that there is this kind of like i can see you're right brian that there is this kind of like oh there's all of this area where we could be like now you've gone back to your phone that counts as something else and that could be used to to kind of encourage remember to remember else. the way you felt the first time an app that you trusted to only notify you when shit was important notified you to sell you something Remember how angry you felt? Yeah, that's then, that's good. Yeah, like, that's like why I don't to, use Squarespace. I'm just in my head. Yes. <laughs> to steal a pay, to steal a quote, to steal an idea from Corey Doctrow. Anytime I think, anytime I see a service, new service plus large organization plus large company, my initial thought is, how will they inshitify this? Usually, quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean if it's Google they have the power to get enough of a market share to warrant it. Like I'm I'm watching City Mapper in Shitify right now and it makes me so sad cuz I loved that app. That was the app I recommended to everyone. And then like about a month ago I was trying to find a bike route on it and I was like where's the fucking bike routes and they were like, "Oh yeah, we have those. That's in City Mapper Plus. You can pay us for them." Like I've had those for fucking years. Like yeah, now it's now it's plus. <laughs> well, at least they like um, make you go via uh, Burger King and McDonald's on your route. Yeah, God, I and mean, that that's probably that's probably <laughs> not far Around away. The corner. <laughs> I must admit, Around I stopped the using the um, local map thing, the local maps, local maps. I think the Google service because oh, they yeah. kept on saying know this place question mark so it didn't even address me properly like you mean do you know this place not know this place right like i'm not, not answering then as long <laughs> as you're here can you give us content for free please <laughs> yeah yeah i mean even that okay you want me to confirm stuff all right but at least address me normally not like i'm a five-year-old for god's sake <laughs> <Get> <laughs> <lost>. <laughs> like like address just me localization 
you know, address me in an honest way. Like, don't try to don't try to trick me into thinking that you're authenticating something when what you're doing is you're milking me for data that's valuable for you and using a social context that makes me think that I'm supposed to validate this. That's the stuff. Yeah, that's what pisses me off. Yeah, I just don't like it. I mean, A, they can't be able to do localization. That's not an address in English. And B, it's like, yeah, I that, that sort of informal, oh, we're just talking to you because we feel like it, as opposed to we're just trying to confirm some stuff this to is, improve our own service. This is this is the chugger problem. Do you know chuggers? Oh, yeah, I know chuggers, yes. Ch- chuggers, chugger, chuggers is the term for charity muggers. Yeah, yes, they're, yes, they're the yes, people yeah. who hang out in the street yes, yeah, yeah. and walk chuggers, up to yes. you and try to have a conversation with you to get you to give money to a charity. And the problem that, and like, it took me, like, I, have, I haven't had that term in ages. Yes, chuggers. I, yeah. I, I have this, well, I mean, because they kind of disappeared with COVID. Yes. And I think they're going right. to come back now. But like, I, I went through this whole thing of figuring out why I was getting so angry with chuggers. And the truth of the matter is that, like, because I pay a lot of attention to social stuff and a lot of attention to the big picture of things. And the thing that really annoyed me with chuggers is that chuggers are basically meat puppets for companies. Like, like, like the people who do it, like, you never see an ugly chugger. You never see a disabled. No, never. No. You never see someone who's like, like, and also, but basically, they are there to leverage your social desire to do good. Like they are there to strip mine you of your good social urge to help other people. And so like once you get, like, and the thing is that you just get to the point where you're like, I, I live in London and I am now capable of ignoring fucking anyone. A person could walk up to me with a sucking chest wound and I'd be like, mm, I, I don't have any change. Thanks. Yeah. Quite right too. And, and the thing is like, because I am, and that's what the chuggers do to you. Like, like the people who are legitimately in need of help, I've that same skill set. And so the chuggers strip mine your humane desire to help in an effort to get money for charity. And that's the same problem with some of these other social things where it's like they are they are making you you have to learn to become less human to resist their social hacks to get money and or media and or attention and or information out of you like Google Google asking you to be like, hey, can you verify the hours here? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is, is, is like no hire someone and pay them to call them and follow up you dicks okay again i you know i would like go okay you just asked me one question but they can't even localize that so it's like okay now you're just not making an effort and you want me to do work no no no, no. Yeah. <laughs> go, yeah. go home <laughs> how do we get from pass keys to yeah sorry didn't complain about the end oh, of diverse show. we shifted to initiation we just forked <laughs> we initiated our list of things we're about to talk about us so now we have a title <laughs> yes <laughs> we shift to initiation yeah bork of initiation <laughs> so yeah a uh, long gerald lanier oh god i've got his name wrong game um article in the new york and i gotta remember that i had this in last month and ai moves so quickly now we're literally in a different paradigm but you'll have to bear with me so he was talking actually about data dignity this is how you try to plot the provenance of things and he was just saying you know what what we're losing data dignity is basically the the effect of um uh, when AI, ai mashes your stuff together from its vector database you lose all provenance of who said it who wrote it um, you know who wrote that image and so forth so it's a it's a practical thing that he's actually been studying for some time you know good for him um but he was also talking about the other problem of ai at the moment again you've got to remember this ai moves so quickly what we talking about a month ago is a little different um people like mythologizing ai and turning it into a person and so forth so yeah sure we had this ai disaster thing but it was blaming ai a bit like you're in Star Trek and AI is a th- this week's threat. And he was just saying, yeah, okay, we, obviously people are saying, think, uh, remember that it's a tool. But he's also saying, stop pretending you're in a sci-fi show. You um, don't get to use Star Trek until we are post-scarcity. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because Star Trek is based on the post-scarcity model. You know, Star Trek is post-scarcity. If yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. like anyone who's into there's capitalism no, doesn't yeah. get to fucking use Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no capitalism. Yeah, there's no money. Yeah, <laughs> you just, yeah, you just move oh, stuff. That, it's one of the most basic things that pisses me off so much is that people keep on referring, like all these capitalists, like you get like any time 
Like, if you want to use Star Trek and capitalism, you have to be a Ferengi. That's the only way it works. <laughs> yeah. You have to yeah, have a fucking ugly goddamn team. That is you. And you have to go females. You have to be sexist, horrible yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the capitalists in Star Trek. That is but, you. If you try to come into Star Trek with a capitalist metaphor, you are the Ferengis. Exactly. Oh. It's uh, And he was just riffing on the same his problem of, you know, that thing, what is artificial intelligence? And it's basically a poor choice of words in 1954. It's like, there is already a problem with that concept called artificial intelligence. And they're making it worse by talking about it as if it, th- I mean, there's a whole different thing of like, yes, it probably doesn't think anyway. It doesn't have consciousness. Very good Ted Chang article about who, where he made it. He said, AI doesn't have consciousness. And I think most people accept that. But he was just saying, again, there's quite a lot of concepts where if you give it some, you start creating these issues uh you know where we all have to sign to stop exploring it as if it's going to come out of the hole because again you're in a sci-fi show so we number talk- one stop pretending we're in a sci-fi show we talked about this last time this is why I, i'm supporting using things like llms because llms instead of ai like we don't have ai right now we have Correct. spicy we have spicy yeah. autocomplete yes yes and and, we, and we have blurry jpegs as i think we, he said. we, we, we have we have insanely multi-dimensional recommendation engines for what the fucking next word should be yeah yeah i mean it is a very very advanced yeah next and, and it's thing. very good like it's amazingly good because yeah. we've given it so much in it okay I, I made a point la i made this joke a couple of months ago and it became reality with ai and someone was like this, this literally happened and i was i i wish i'd put it somewhere more clearly and more clearly. i said someone was like something about ai and i was like look if you really want a spicy ai you just got to train it up on ao3 for do you know do you know what ao3 is no ao3 stands for an archive of our own ao3 archive of our own ao3 is the home of slash fic and fanfic yeah it is a place that came out of other locations like basically there were these previous locations that kind of got all this they got it wrong. They they put it on wrong and they got yeah. taken out. And so yeah. AO3 is the main home. Like if you want to read anything having to do with slash fic or any kind of fanfic, AO3 is the place to go. And it's all open. And I was like, it is just a matter of time before someone takes the literally billions of words on AO3 and uses it to train up an LLM and that and all that LLM is going to do is give you the spiciest fucking sexy slash fiction you've ever seen and that is literally what happened and not only did it happen they tried to claim that it didn't happen and then somebody went you are using this terminology yeah they which is, that's right that's which is, o- which is only yeah. which is only yeah. from a, a specific Why subgenre about this? No, no, it's, they... it's only from the subgenre of a specific thing called Omegaverse which is all about gay werewolves <laughs> like the so only place better than hallucinating it and and just like i read this whole thing and i was like oh god and so if ai has done anything if all this stuff is anything it's shortened the time like i can see this coming and then a week later you're like fuck so actually as a, a related idea um v21 uh, 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 as they call themselves on twitter pointed out the fact that a lot of people are using discord particularly because they don't want their data taken up by ai and i sort of thought that but is that true like yeah actually apparently it is um because of course this is going to be the reaction if everything you put on the web is going to be slowly sucked up by the next llm's training session then you may very well start thinking well you know what i'm actually out of this (laughs) i still want to use the internet but i'm going to use it privately uh so that's that's inevitably going to happen this goes yet again back to data dignity which is quite a it's going to be a serious subject pretty soon. I think it is. I think the whole um, the whole Hollywood writer strike right now. Yes, uh, is, is all about the, that exact point. Like yes, you are, you yes. are, you, you're literally on the pulse of the, of the culture right now because the whole writer strike is basically they they all they're all smart people and they went if we don't do something right now, we are all going to be replaced by really shitty AI yeah, script writers. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the quality will go down, but they're concerned, of course, it'll lose their job, and the quality will go down. So yeah. nobody gains there. <laughs> and also, nobody gets credit. That's like, I, yeah. I okay, so I've, I've talked about this 
So I've talked about machine learning and, and the black box and the unaccountability of machine learning with some friends of mine. I'm going to shift context slightly, but this is a really important point, which is that the, the lack of ability to track where this stuff comes from is for certain circumstances, not a bug, it's a feature. So I used to work at a big bank, a really big bank, the kind of bank that can get caught out on their ethics, the kind of bank that might have been called out in Ted Lasso as an example of bad ethics. That was hilarious. That bank. Yeah, yeah that bank. Yeah. And when they talk I watched and, that, I of that. <laughs> yes, that was, I was like, shit, I'm glad I left. Um, <laughs> when your favorite show calls out your former employer as a place of bad ethical behavior. <laughs> Ding. Confirmation, <laughs> bud. Um, but like, so let's say that you're a bank and you want to make a lot of money and you don't want to be held responsible for the ethical decisions that go into making that money. So you go out and get a machine learning thing and the machine learning thing figures out through its magical methodologies that the way to make a lot of money is to take newborn babies and to stick them onto spikes. Now, you don't know that that's like, and, and so you do this and the, and, and the, 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 the AI says, the machine learning says, go invest in babies on spikes. And you're like, well, this is just, we just made a machine. You can't hold us responsible for putting babies onto spikes because we didn't know. And they can't go into the code. They can't find a person responsible for saying, if we, if we go from point A to point B, babies on spikes. Like that's a feature to an organization that's trying to avoid being that, that that is basically culpable deniability like like most machine learning models are a beautiful and entire like, like it's made of culpable deniability and people who have been champing at the bit to be unethical in their decisions are looking at machine learning going oh thank fuck this is the firewall between me and the stuff that I don't want to be held responsible for. I'm trying I to just, put I can just make a magic box that tells shares. Yeah. Babies I, on spikes. I can't yeah. see that. I, I, I want to put some money in that. I can't well, no, invest. No, no, well, how no, do I invest that's, in that? No, no, no. If you do that, then you're the bad person. But if you put, yeah. if you put money oh, well, into, but if oh. you put money into Black Box AI Incorporated, and then Build Black Box me, AI Incorporated yeah. Yeah, puts yeah, money yeah. into Baby on Spikes it's for right. you, it's no longer your fault. Okay, and, that's, and, that's a good and tip. From a Thank banking, you. And from a banking perspective, that is a fucking goldmine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have. I mean, you know. Down <laughs> with it all. That's not good. I'm down with Babies on Spikes. This is why I like some of the stuff that um, there's quite a few. I got, if I can name them all, I would, but um, there's quite a few uh, companies and organizations more, um, including Mozilla, to be fair. But they do babies on spikes. No. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was going to say they're getting cooler <laughs> than they used to be. In, in, uh, AI that does that now. Oh, okay. um, but it's more like to, to be able to. I, I I like the the notion of um, the, everyone likes the idea of provenance of this stuff and to be able to trace it back. It is very it's very difficult, but um, I think it's super important. And oh well, it's difficult now. It didn't have to be difficult. It's just because we. You know, we forgot all the uh, semantic web stuff that would have made it more possible. Yeah, we threw that yeah, away and decided oh, it was still don't academic. Even bring that up. So now we go, oh, it's really difficult. Well, yeah, it is yeah. harder now. The closest we have to provenance right now is those ghost shadows that look like Getty Images watermarks on the images. Yeah. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, that's not good enough. I mean, that, they stopped me it, ripping stuff off, but I still like them. There is actually, I, I got, I'll be honest. There's also, um, so there's a BBC project, um, which I think Adobe and Microsoft just um, did, a, did a big announcement about um, called Project Origin. So the idea is that, sorry, CTPA, um, but it's called under a umbrella of Project Origin. Um, my colleagues are going to hate me for this, but the idea of being able to trace, you know, track when an image is altered by how much and to see who did it that sounds like a blockchain project what's that <laughs> that sounds like a blockchain project it's not this is like everyone says that it was like <laughs> oh it's sounds a blockchain. Like it. and it's not it's not it's just it's literally just <laughs> it's just in the file it's in the file yeah. and you can mess with the file you can delete all that stuff but if you delete it then there's no you've lost all that 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 history and that means that that could be dubious you could see it as dubious you know you could see it as like oh well this person, you know, got it from somewhere that was untraceable, but it's a decision that's made on the human side rather than the machine making that decision for you. I will put it in the chat somewhere. 
but it's well well worth talking about talking about and it just got announced um which was great i think i think Church, virtual parade supports it oh it's also an open source project so, and it's all about provenance yeah which is what ctpa is... stands for but i can't remember where the p is our next topic after that excited one babies on spikes um <laughs> is what's the problem with men or uh, i've i've kind of very prefer what's the problem with masculinity maybe i've i'm kind of like unsure about this one but i, I think that before we go any further i really feel like you have to reference the ft article that's informing this because i'm going to have a rant about it and people need to understand that I'm talking about the, the Financial Times article before we do that. Yeah, and also I want you to root this to tech grumps. You know, come on. Yeah, I know there's a problem with men, but this is tech grumps. By definition, we're just men talk. Oh, yeah, maybe that's a problem. That is part of the problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, carry on. Um, you, you can go ahead. I mean, like, um, so, okay. So I think that so there's, there's a, there is a, a general issue with well, quite a big issue that um, more men feel more lonely. Um, they don't have the circles of friends that, um, or don't have the, the deepness of their, of the um, the friendships. Um, <laughs> and um, I do feel that, well, I so I've not obviously done the research into this, but I'd seen lots and lots of stuff like this. I mean, there was that movie that came out. Um, by by this, you're referring to the Financial Times article that we're talking about, which says, what is the problem with men? Loneliness is making men miserable, but workplaces can help fix it, plus the office therapy advice column. Just to context, I will be ranting shortly. Yeah, I, I think, okay. So I, I so my, yeah, I will post a link. Um, I think the thing is, I, I do think that there is... I don't I think the first part is is true. Um I think the solution which the Financial Times came up with is uh, <laughs> um a little less true. Um did it involve I, babies on spikes? Pretty fucking close. Oh, okay. Well, I said it's good solution. I want to hear this thing. It 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 comes down to the same principle. Excellent. Ian, just tell me go. Um I do Ian, what was the should, film you were talking when, about? When, when you're ready, just tell me. Go, Ian. I will. I will. Okay, so I, I recommend you should read the article, and but I think there. So I, I think the, the 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 key thing about this is that the the first part, I don't think anyone's disagreeing with. The second part, go, Ryan. <laughs> okay. In a nutshell, what this article is doing is saying. So congratulations, men. Someone has finally recognized that the societal starvation that you have given for your own emotional maturity and the problems that you have being fed toxic bullshit all your life and trying to come into a new balance with regulating your emotions is in fact a gap in the fucking market and we can make money off of it. Like this is like the whole article is like, how can we solve loneliness and men at work? It's like, they, like, I'm sorry. This is just another extension of how can we make you more feel like work is your family and therefore we can make you more dependent on us and never want to leave no matter how shitty we treat you. Like, and to be fair, it's really good to hone in on like the average man on this because the average man has the emotional intelligence of a fucking turnip. So they can't figure out that they're being manipulated. What's and if you treat us, and if no, they have no emotional intelligence. And oh. to be fair, actually, like turnips actually have more emotional intelligence because you treat a turnip nice, it won't like latch onto you like it's never like like it's never had affection its entire life. Whereas a lot that's of true. men will. Damn. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. Like men have in a lot of cases, less intelligence than a turnip because they'll become mm -hmm. dependent. And this article about we can solve this problem at work, and by solve this problem at work, we mean if we show men any kind of kindness at all, they will. And and like seriously, like this is the problem I have with the article. You're not gonna solve this problem at work, and trying to solve this problem at work is horrible. Like, just here, here this this the work solution to men and loneliness is to pay them enough to pay for a proper goddamn therapist. That's the solution? The therapist? Yes. Go to oh. therapy. If you have not gone to therapy, go to fucking therapy. One of the, like, many times in my life I have gone to therapy, and every time it has been the best 
freaking choice I have made. Throw like if you need if you need like a <clears throat> man reason to do it, it is it is one of the things like and, and when I realized this, this was actually a thing for my masculine going, oh crap, I can throw money at this problem. Yeah, that is that does mean something to me. Like like I, I need to be emotionally more healthy. And I don't feel comfortable leveraging my friends because I'm very insecure about my friendships, but I can pay. And honestly, I became such a better manager when I started going to therapy because therapy gave me a model for for a professional relationship where someone is supposed to care about you, but because they are paid to do so and they maintain good boundaries on the basis of that. That's what I do as a manager. It's like having a wife. No, it's not like having a wife. Oh, okay. A wife, a wife is a very different relationship, and you have, depending on how you've done your commitment, it can be anything. But in terms of managing people, I am try, I am there to functionally care about them, but within some very strong boundaries of professionalism. Just like when I go talk to a therapist, it was great. Like actually, like understanding, like sitting in a room with my therapist and talking to this wonderful person about my problems and also at the same time going and like I had like one of my first sessions with one of the things that I did, one of the first conversations I had with them was was this thing of going oh you're not my friend <laughs> and they and they went and they smiled at me they they were so happy that I got that so soon in the process they, 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 they were like, literally, it was such a good step. It was such a positive thing when I went, oh, you're not my friend. I can, I can be selfish with you. I can focus on my own feelings and emotions because that is literally what I am paying you to do. And they were like, oh, thank crap. You figured that out quickly. We are both going to get so much more value out of this now that you have figured that out and you figured that out early. Let's freaking go. And that is in a really powerful sense, the same relationship that I have with the people that I manage is this, I am paid good money to, to, be make, your friend. You, to make you better. No, not to be your friend. I am not your freaking friend. I am, I am bound by professional bullshit. That will mean that, <laughs> that at a certain moment, I will sell you out Another faster. I, I do sell, like that bound by professional bullshit. I will I will sell you out so fast there will be a there will be a cloud-based cartoon there'll be a cartoonish cloud-based shadow where you stood like and you and you need to understand that boundaries there you need to not you need to not invest in me that way cuz that's unhealthy and I don't want you to do that but I am here to help you sort through your stuff because we professionally believe that you being a better person will mean that you are more productive and I try to go to organizations that understand that and sometimes I go to organizations which are mentioned in Ted Lasso, which say they understand that, but then in many other ways demonstrate that they don't. Now, I should point out at this point that I did actually get some therapy. Uh, it was actually part of the severance package. So bizarrely oh, connected. Good. Yes, it was. A, that's actually really good. Yeah, American company, part of the severance package. And I did it because I could do it locally. And I was like, well, I've got time now because they've given yeah. me more time, obviously. And uh, by the way, it was fine. I don't remember any aspects about it. I think we talked about ice cream uh, and, you know, well, uh, but it was good. It, it was fine. Keep, keep in mind that at a certain level, which I think a lot of us are, because all of us in this conversation are fairly advanced in our technology career. And as a part of that, we are coming to organizations and positions where we have a lot of power. And it is in like, like, I mean, yeah, it's benevolence. Yeah, we'll, we'll pretend it's benevolence. But actually, the company's like, it would be really good if this person didn't go off the fucking rails when we fired them and find that secret way that we didn't think of to destroy our entire infrastructure as a as a retaliatory gesture and a really good way to prevent that like like we can either spend a hundred thousand pounds to bring in a, a, a security expert to try to figure out all of the places where this person might fuck us or we can spend a thousand pounds and be vaguely nice for a therapist <laughs> yeah. to help them work through their issues so that they're no longer so mad enough that they want to find those places that the hundred thousand pound no, security yeah. I mean, person I think, would locate that, i think that's kind of fine i mean yeah. you know i didn't i wasn't about I, to do that to them but th that, now you've said honestly, that i should have done that kind of understanding is the thing that i try to put into organizations when i go there going you you are trying to hire very smart people and then you don't understand you're hiring smart and more importantly 
creative people. <laughs> and when you treat them like crap, they might get creative. So you don't like, You mean creative on your ass. Yes. Yeah. Like like you you like why do you think that their ability to problem solve is going to stop the moment you fire them? Yeah. They're just going to follow given, traditional lines. Just, when you fired them, you just gave them a very big problem. Yeah. Think outside so, the box. <laughs> so I have a question. Um, and I think this is this is the second part. It's not the it's not in the FT piece. Um, and the video touches on it a little bit, but it's it's not. It's it's from the um, the German. Well, the German broadcasters. I'm not. I, what? I don't think it's a public broadcaster. Anyway, the point is um, that, huh? and I think it does feed directly into what Ryan was talking about. That there's a there's a whole bunch of they've kind of. A lot of companies have gone, oh, there's all of these these lonely men. We can fill that space by creating AI bots. That will oh, be great. And we'll oh, make okay. as much money as we as we like. And oh, we will no. also use that data, which is oh, I was gonna no. put in the piece about um the wired piece about virtuals, which are now got a name for where someone else is talking to to someone on the dating site, but they're not actually they're just doing it to keep them going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously now with AI, that will be super easy. Yeah. Well, easier so I wanna... to like to do. Okay. So I, I have a metaphor for that. This is actually verging into love grumps territory in a sense. How many of you have ever, like if either of you ever been broken up with the, it's not you, it's me. Oh yeah. Okay. They've been right yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So, so, but, but, but here's the thing. And then, and then they're like, I'm just not in a place. I really, you know, you are fine. There's nothing wrong with you. But I'm just not really in the place to handle this. I've never heard and, that bit. And but... like, like basically an extended version of it. And then like a week later, you find out that they started dating someone else or that they've gone off to see someone. And you're like, yep. And you're like, well, that was, that was bullshit, wasn't it? Yep. So imagine that times a thousand, but it's an AI. Because that's what's going on. Like, what is going on if you try to do that kind of relationship building with something that is not real? Like, and, and there's there's only two ways it goes. And one of the ways is super awesome if you want to make money, which is they don't care and they stay addicted to the AI bot. Yeah. That is that is happening right now. There are people yeah. who are like, I will give you money to bring back the Eliza. I don't care that she's not real. She's the only thing that makes me feel like I am understood and listened to and i will pay any price that is sad but surely possible sad yes. no no it's not surely possible it is possible it has happened I'm like this, this is this yeah. is this is already happening right now um there's there's people who have withdrawn chat bots and, they, and they've discovered that there's an entire audience that were like aware that it was a chat bot but didn't care because they just wanted the feeling like yes it's placebo but give me the fucking sugar pill before i knife you um and then and then okay. there's the other side which is I have gone so far down this rabbit hole on the basis that this is a real person. I have become so much better. I have actually made progress in myself. Mm. I have gotten into a better place because I have felt understood. And now that whole thing has fallen apart Yeah. because I have discovered that this wasn't a real person. This was a robot. This was just an unthinking, uncaring language model. That's brutal. And now I am going to go find a nice big gun. Yeah. And a big open space to express my feelings. Yeah. Take those, up shooting. Those, those are the yeah. two poss those are the two possibilities. Yeah, that's and like like one of them one of them is addiction, continued addiction, and the other one is not not just loss of the progress, but explosive, horrific loss of the progress. Um and again, babies on spikes. Like it, it is just. I it is, laughing, it, but that was, it, yeah, it, it is, right. it, it is a horrible thing, and and unethical companies will be like, well, that sounds great because and, and unethical, unethical companies will do the little, what's that, what's that name for the two, the two by two possibility square that you do? Oh, um, the. Um, I know, yeah. what, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know the two, the two by one, and the business cases. And, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the business case. The, yeah. the two by two possibility square goes permanent addiction mass shooting yeah and and accountable to us not accountable to us yeah it's the racy diagram but for the, babies the, on spikes the racist diagram and the racy diagram says if they go on a, if they go on a mass shooting it can't be attributed to us 
but if but if some percentage of them since since the entire percentage of the mass shooting can't be attributed to us but a small percentage but but like there's some small percentage that will become permanently addicted and we can milk them for as much money as we want from a we are obliged to make as much money as possible regardless of the ethics because that's how it works with shareholders and corporations that's the decision they'll make yet again you've got another great business idea we just keep the keep these going. <laughs> this yep, show this, is just this, producing I, the best I ideas. Say, I like this, I basically this is just Black Mirror every episode. Yeah, but yeah. this is but this is but, uh, this is exactly why. Guys, new series so... of Black Mirror coming by the way. Yeah, okay. looking forward to that. that? Mm. New series of Black Mirror. Mm. Yes, I know. I I was surprised by that. That's great. I'm looking forward to that. But also say back to back to the point. Um, I this is why I think it's so important to have a public. Or an alternative which is viable because yeah if you're literally we need to make the most amount of money as we can we don't care yeah it's like the limited risk we'll just go for it and i'm like there's got to be other ways that are not just that and i think this is why i work for a public organization okay we got our next one our next subject the podcast, the, sorry, the London podcast show, 2023. I attended. Um, Thanks. So we didn't have to. <laughs> no, I, okay. So I have some very particular views about this. Was it good, Ian? Um, Did you enjoy it? Did Was it everything you hoped for? He said, leading you and taunting you. I, <laughs> Ian, I thought you were going to say I have a very particular set of skills. I'm really disappointed you didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so okay, maybe I'm an old school podcaster, and I and I feel like I've been in the podcast industry before it was an industry, and maybe that's the problem. Um, the where to start? Right. Okay, I'll start with the the very first one. Right. So I okay, I'm there because I have yeah, for the BBC, for BBC R and D, I have built this this podcasting application, which um Ian, where was it, first of all? Oh, it was at the um business design center. Oh, Islington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when podcasting was just loading too much shit into RSS. <laughs> yeah. So do we. <laughs> yeah. I, so yeah, do we I, well, I, I can tell you if you speak to most of the people there, they'd be like, RSS? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? What's that? I'd have walked out of that point. How fucking dare you? <laughs> well, oh, well, well, we really just got stopped. We really, we really just scratched the surface. Right. So I'm really interested in like, the future of podcasting and i do think the future of podcasting is around open standards rss all these things now there are big players in this industry like spotify i'll be very clear who do not care about rss and will not be interested in rss and I there think is it goes further than that, that. <laughs> what's that it's not, they, it's not they don't care it's they, don't, they most certainly don't want it yeah, well, it's in, the it's whole a, yeah, point it's a of model. adopting podcasting is to get more people onto fucking Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> and there's no reason by that methodology that they should do something that makes it more accessible to exactly. any RSS-based podcaster. Yeah. Oh, so on that on that path, actually, um, just just with this little slight diversion, um, it was announced when it was it was leaks that um, Google, uh, YouTube are doing this thing where they are using RSS to suck up all the podcasts um, that have no advertisements and they are just sucking them up and they may do something with them. Um, AK probably put them on YouTube and then put their own advertisements against it. Cool. Yes, exactly what I thought. So that so means anyways, my baby's on Spike's podcast. They could put some adverts on like, I don't well, know what. Imagine Tech Grumps, because Tech Grumps has got an RSS feed. It does. And suddenly, it's our voices, and now, without our permission, um, it's now got advertisements in it. Yeah, I think I think Google would be more injured than us, but <laughs> for the well, old but, but the whole point is that they got they <laughs> just suck up so much stuff, and it will yeah. appeal to someone, and they'll just put advertisements in it. Anyway, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. It gets worse than that, and I'm going to bring it back to the point you were talking about before, which is that 
given the current state of oh, oh this is so great i'm going to wrap it all together it's such a beautiful moment Ooh. given the current state of ai and its ability to fake voices not only will they download your podcast they will insert in they will insert advertisements and do oh. them in your own goddamn voice oh nice oh yeah. that's terrifying I did love that one. Of, they can of, do that with technology they have right yeah. fucking now. Well, Le- Levi were experimenting with getting some of the adverts and turning people black so they have diversity without hiring yeah. black people. Cool. Jeez. <laughs> okay. I I, I want to. I definitely want to talk about that point, but um, okay. I want to. Right. So I went to a session. Right. So I'm there because I'm like I'm really interested in because. When I talk about podcasts, most people think about, and to be fair, we're, we're doing it. So people are talking at each other about different subjects, right? And that's a general view of podcasting uh, for most people. But podcasts can be so much more, especially when you're adapting and changing things on the fly. Anyway, so I went to... Um, I'm so sick of those podcasts where people just interrupt each other and talk over each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, right. So... I went to one of my first sessions, and it's called, and I, I quote, podcasting as a, sorry, podcasting as an art form. What do you think that, that session was about? Blank. Sorry. <laughs> podcasting, comma, as an art form, not as a communication medium. No, I'm out. I have no idea. <laughs> what's it, what's it sound like? It's a video. It's about video. It's all about video. Well, I'll get to videos in a minute. Okay. So I thought it was going to be about, you know, how you could use podcasts in different forms. What, you know, what else you could do with it? Because I'm looking at some other things like um, with adaptive podcasts, I'm looking at doing something like pirate radio style thing, but you're in a certain location at a certain time, you know, letting the kids kind of play with it. Anyway, so um, I went to the session. Guess what it was about? It was about, some celebrity um who we all know i can't remember his name right now um who is Did he just leave ITV? R. Oh. so he's just reviewing r and he's talking to people who who have r and i was like hold on i just attended a session expecting to be talking about podcasts as an art form which is what the title is and we're talking about this one celebrity's podcast about R. Wait, when you say R, do you mean like the programming language R? Oh, no, as in like um, art. Sorry, Sorry. art. Okay. As in like... Um, you got you to put the T back on there. Help me out, buddy. Sorry, pictures and... You did your Bristol accent thing and there. You dropped the really, You really Bristoled it out there. You did. Okay, sorry. R. Art. Art. R. Art. Not, it's, art. Not, it's, not, it's not a pirate. It's not R. It's art. Okay. Art. Anyway, stop, stop teasing okay, me, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. So, okay, so um, I actually said in the question, the Q&A, um, so I thought this podcast, I thought this, sorry, I thought this session was about, you know, as it says in the title, podcasting as an art form. And you know what their answer was? Because I said that I gave some examples. I actually gave an example of um, someone that we've spoken to about how they wanted to turn the album. They wanted to reinvent the album as a, pod, a series of podcasts and things we could do with that. Um, you know, it was just, this, this is this is different from what people think of as podcasts. And you know what their answer was? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we've heard sometimes some people are doing like daily podcasts. They're like five minutes long. And I was like, I am in the wrong place. Okay, that's the beginning, right? Who I was the celebrity? The, what's that? Which celebrity? Oh, um, he's been in that. Um, he's been in lots of BBC's documentary, not documentary, uh, BBC shows. I can't remember his name. Yeah, that sounds, like that, that honestly, that just sounds like they're setting up a kind of video microblogging, and that and be real has already been doing that. Yeah, it, it is interesting that they got okay. the title wrong because oh, they no, didn't no. want to talk about the title, but they wanted I, to make I, the title. No, no. Here's the thing: like, I I had a conversation with a friend of mine who was using be real, and they only thought that it meant b e r e a l, and I had to explain to them how that the concept was actually something called. Be real, which is from filmmaking, which is oh, yeah. the second tier yeah. of shots that are not you might want to primarily use. It's and the how that it's <laughs> the, it's this is the be real. It's the like B-reel, it's the be real. It, yeah. It's like it's like the B side of a record. Yes, it's not it's exactly. not the hit, but it's and they were just and they just went. 
and I was like, oh my god, I weep. <laughs> uh, the person's podcast was Russell Tovey. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, okay, you heard it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, I mean, like, I'm no disrespect to him. I mean, like, it's probably a great podcast, but I didn't come to listen to no, him they, talk they about podcast. No, they, they misnamed it. But worse, they misnamed it, meaning they didn't understand either the name that either what they were doing or the name that they used. That's quite embarrassing. Okay, so that's uh, that's just scratching the surface, right? And the next lot of things I went to, I went to one. So I, I to be fair, I did a session called Listener of the Future, and that was well attended, and that was really good. And actually, people came up to me afterwards. It was like that was amazing. You know, this is kind of what we wanted because we were talking very openly about what new kind of technology could, how it could do different things to the to the actual podcast, the form of a podcast. Anyway, so I went to this, the future of podcasting with Spotify. Do you know what the future of podcasting is with, according to Spotify? Recommendations. That is the future. And oh, I was cool. just like, I literally got up me. and I just walked out. <laughs> yeah. I just was like, this is this is a joke, right? This is this has got to be a joke. There, there's I, there's this there's there's do you know what a slow cone is? Yeah, I know what a slow cone is, yeah. Slow, a slow, slow cone. cone. Uh, no 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 a slow cone oh, is, no, is is the template for a meme phrase. So orange is the new black is the meme, blank is the new blank is the slow cone. Gosh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's called a slow cone. And um and there's a there's a slow cone of Americans will do any Americans will use anything except the metric system. And technologists will will you and technologists will do anything except it will do anything except leave monetization for advertising. Like 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 the, like the addiction to the idea that we can make more money, please let us keep using advertising is is such a force that i'm seeing played out right now and that's what's happening with the spotify thing you're talking about like they're like recommendations no seriously <clears throat> there are they're pretending like they're not all the fucking way down on the long tail <laughs> they're like no 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 it goes down like this but then after a while it opens up into a giant cavern of value once we've once we've literally figured out everything about everyone we can sell them anything and i just want to be like I don't care how much you fucking know about me. I don't need a new toilet brush. Yeah. I I, I know one of the things about yeah, me. I think I do. That I don't need a new toilet brush. Huh. Now that you've said that, you are going to get nothing but toilet brush ads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know that's true. Let me just edit this. <laughs> you don't. You you don't need to. They've already heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're already sending them. They're yeah. already sending the toilet yeah. brush. Yeah. They're already charging me. <laughs> So just to just to finish up then. So the other so I actually spoke to a developer. Um so there's a bunch of companies that were there that that they do, you know, go to companies and they'll do the podcasting for them and all that stuff. And I spoke to a few developers and um one developer was telling me, he was just like, and this is his words, um, I feel so depressed because basically if I haven't got a celebrity, if I haven't got video. And I'm not working on my my cover art, then I might as well give up. That's what yeah, I but that's what podcasts this. are all about, obviously. Yeah, and it's like, and I was just like, this is exactly where things have gone wrong, you know. Like, I don't the I know that the podcasting field has got more celebrity heavy. I get that, but the whole point of podcasts is that. You can listen to Tech Grumps, and you can listen to Russell Tovey. You know, who was podcast. almost Doctor Who, by the way. Just put that. Oh, throat okay. In. That's right, why. Well, well anyway, regardless, yeah. you can listen to whoever you like, and it's and it's not about kind of this, this massive competition, but because of all the advertising and all of the platforms, it's become this massive competition. Yes, and I just like. No, no, no. So here's the thing. Like, we are on a podcast right now that you do not give a shit about making money off of. We are a different species of podcast. Although Ian is a celebrity. Ian Ian can be a celebrity, but he's not 
making money in that fashion off of this. That's this true. is oh, this yeah. is <clears throat> I mean, he's pulling a Cory Doctrow. Cory Doctrow figured this out ages ago, which is like, no, you don't make money off the media. The media promotes you and then you make money off the product. In your case, the product is the job, Ian. Uh, in Cory's doctor, in Cory Doctor's case, the product is the books, the speaking gigs, the engagements, the, the Coryness, the, con the, the the yeah, literally the consultation on topics that he have very he is very clearly through this free media spread established himself as an expert on, and deservingly so. Like I think Cory knows what he talks about. If I was an organization in and looking for people to give money for a certain area, freaking give it to Cory. Yep, um, and and good on him. But like. The other parts of the people, and when you get into the areas like like TikTok, YouTube, they have these things called creator funds. Mm. And the creator funds are basically like, oh, so we don't – we what we would really like to do is be able to say we're only going to spend $7 million on content this year. So that's what we're going to do. And so it doesn't make any difference. If you make $5 million, views or hits we will give you a certain percentage but that's only based on the total number of hits which turns it immediately into a competition and for the people who are trying Good to make point. money out of it that becomes a competition for them and at that point they're like i just need the eyeballs or the ears fucker that's that's what i'm that's what i'm in here for and so for the people who are trying to make a living off of it and and and, and just to be clear that's like that's like the top of the pyramid in terms of decent mm. ways to make the money. The things lower down are like MLM memberships. Like, go read Get Rich or Lie Trying. Like, if you want to read a specific – like, that book is all about the influencer economy, and it's a dark freaking read. It's not very long, very UK-specific, but it's like, do you know that there is an – like, like there is a broad-spaced MLM on – Instagram that is entirely based out of women getting plastic surgery to make themselves more attractive and that the MLM part of it is they just get more plastic surgery if they sell enough referrals <coughs> to other women to get plastic surgery. That's that's horrific. Like 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 the disaster story about things like Brazilian butt lifts, that's influencer culture. That's that specific subset of influencer culture. It's freaking horrible. Like you should like like that that's that's the worst part about it. Like the creator fund, like we like the, the, the people who are trying to make their living off of this stuff, they aspire to get into the creator fund. That's that's what they're trying to get to. If they're lucky, they get to go into Thunderdome. <laughs> Wow, I'm um, dark today. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you're, I mean, you're, you're spot on because, um, so I went to to just to end it. Um, I mean, I, there's lots. The, I'll be, I'll be honest that the the social events were really good. The the external, not the um, I, I met some really genuine people who, um, were really good. I know that I'm talking to a bunch of people from pod news and others was um that it should be a developer track not because they want to focus on the development but because you suddenly get these other technologies and these other approaches which are more likely to float up rather than this kind of like the the tracks that currently are which is business and basic promotion um i did talk to there was um a black uh, podcast meetup um, in the, funny enough, hosted by Amazon. Um, <laughs> um, but um, I was talking to, uh, I don't know who the people who were talking, but um, they they encouraged us all to talk to each other afterwards, which is great. It's fantastic. But I talked to a woman um, and she, I was asking her, you know, so um, why, why do you want to go on? Why, why is the push to YouTube? And she said, basically um, because they they know that there's a, a certain percentage of money that they get it's very clear and they can go for it and i was like well but you put yourself in this in this pool with all yeah. of these other people that have been doing video forever oh oh this is gonna this is gonna link into the next topic the blue oh. sky topic in a really fun way so, so the, yes but here's the thing 
YouTube is trying to eat TikTok's lunch by introducing shorts. Yes. And most yeah. of the people who are producing TikTok content are smart enough to produce it independently as their own videos and then share it to TikTok and not do it directly in TikTok, which means that it is very low effort for them to also put that same content straight onto YouTube shorts. And for the and for that point and, and, and in that regard they're just and right now YouTube is in the early adoption phase of that because not everyone mm. has done that. And they have set aside from my understanding of this, a certain chunk of money only for people who make shorts. That's why all of a sudden all these fucking shorts, even from people that you're used to seeing long-form videos are showing up, they just cut little sound bites out of their videos because they're like, it'll take me five minutes and it gives me a chance to make more money. And YouTube wants that money because they want to eat TikTok's lunch. They're not going to eat TikTok's lunch. No, and actually, I know some of the people who get quite upset having to do these bloody shorts. Yeah, and they're not that good at them. And shorts, of course, are fucking hard to do. And they're suddenly realizing they're 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 losing some of their long form yeah. audience yeah. and producing bad shorts. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but like, but it's it's YouTube is just so so. There's there is a and this is why it relates to Blue Sky. There is an early adopter thing right now that the people who jump on it right now because again it's a competition for a, a pool of money, and the faster you get in and the more of a share you get, the more of that money you get. So right now it might be a decent proposition but when everyone shoves in it's going to be just as shitty in terms of effort reward to effort you know effort you know energy to return what what people are finding is youtube just lose their longer form stuff yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the algorithm just pushes it away oh i like a short form don't but, like it and from a youtube's perspective it makes sense if we can show you like we just from and again the internet will do anything to keep from having to move off the advertising model and so for YouTube, they already have a very robust methodology of sending, selling you ads. So if they can, like, and, and because they know that they can't keep interrupting the video to sell you ads because you'll fuck off. Yes. But, <laughs> if, but so, like, it's like we can either try to show you a 20-minute video and see if we can get away with showing you two ads in the middle of it to make money, or we can show you a two-minute video and and times – and yes. give an advertisement in between every one of yeah. those two minute videos. So and no that, competition really. That, that's that's literally like five times the income for us. That's why we love shorts. Okay, and it's the end of Tech Grub. So we have a few shout-outs. So first of all, I have two shout-outs. Um, if you are in Amsterdam on the 19th to the 21st of June. There is the Mozilla Festival House, or Moz House, as we prefer. And I will be there with the nice. Ethical Dilemma Cafe. I recommend oh. you should come along. Um, and also, the week after, funny enough, uh, on the 27th to 28th of June, um, there is the Public Spaces Conference, which is all about this kind of stuff. Actually, they've been doing some stuff with, um, with the kind of Fediverses, uh, and activity pubs. So if you're interested in the last discussion, you definitely want to be along. And then let's go to Amber and AI, Ryan. Okay, so this week I finished doing a read. Actually, I'd, I'd read the first book or two, but a reread of the first five books of Roger Zelazny's Nine Princes and Amber. This is just weird. There's three. I know three people doing this. So carry on. Well, it's just well the, the reason why they're doing it is because it has been it has been optioned for a television show. It's going to be the next. Big As you told me, yes. It, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be the next big fantasy series um, once they stop screwing over the writers. Um, and I had read the first book or two, but the thing that struck me about reading them this time was one: it's very much structured like a tv series like the books are short like i was reading this going oh this feels like episodic this will work great but secondly the magic system of the books is very heavily based in the idea of a multiversal theory so one of like every kind of the main characters of the book have the ability to move themselves through multiverses and they do this by 
changing aspects of the world around them, willing them to change. So like, I need to go to a world where the sky is orange and there are antelope-like creatures, but they have wings. And so I will, as I move around and I walk through the world, I'm just changing the world slowly and it's changing slowly around me. And then sometimes they have to do it very quickly and they call this a hell ride. It's a whole thing. But the thing that struck me as I was reading the books going, it's Marvel Phase 4. Well, no. AI is perfect for this. AI is going to make animating this process, like 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 all the mid-journey stuff where we see the stuff that's slight, slightly unreal and everything else, that was the first thing I thought of, was like going, man, did they luck out. Like, I don't think when they optioned this, they knew that maybe they did, maybe they were that smart, but it's one of the things that I've looked at and went, AI would be really good at this. Like our 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 like mid journey style, and we're already seeing like we're already seeing video style mid journey creations. This is perfect for that. Like those mind warping things where one thing kind of morphs into another. That's exactly what they do in Amber, and it's one of the things that made me go. This I'm actually excited for this application of AI for this applet for this series of books because using AI to represent a world slowly a reality that is slowly changing around you where the trees change color and the rocks change shape and different creatures appear like it's all like one acid trip that is going to be perfect for it and I and I was like hey I found something that AI isn't going to suck at and it's going to be great like, I actually think, like, it's going to make it cheaper to produce the series, it's going to make it easier to do, and I think it's going to be really good. So I thought that was a nice shout-out, because we bitch about AI a lot, but this is actually something that I think AI is going to be really good for. Journey is now so good, it doesn't sort of... I mean, probably old version of Midjourney will still do the, ooh, strange, by, by, where's by the, the hand gone? By, by the time that comes out, people will probably be like, wow, this is like retro Midjourney, yeah, and that yeah, will be there hilarious. There is now a thing, retro Midjourney. I think they even offer... Do you want the old version? It doesn't work very well. Do you want yeah, the you old? Do you want the old version, but the hands are funky, so you can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, no, this is too clean. I don't want it. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Okay. Let me do mine. Uh, it's cool. very short. Kite Festival. Uh, Kite Festival, which is like the Hay Festival, but done by Tortoise Media, and uh, it's next week uh, in Oxford. It's only the second one. Oh, uh, nice. You know, so it's it's uh, books and celebrities reading and uh, some music. It's it's good. It'll be fully booked and very busy by the third year so get into it while you can but i mean it'll be like all british festivals it'll be horrible by uh fourth time when everyone goes but hey that's it everyone's gonna camp out and then leave yeah. their tents behind yeah. full of books P- pretty much okay thank you very much for listening and uh, if you want to get a hold of us then um the way to get hold of me is probably on Mastodon. Mastodon. <laughs> yep. Or Cubic Garden everywhere, but uh Cubic Garden at mass.to is probably the best way. How about David? There's no reason to get hold of me, but if you want to, David Jaseman on Twitter, or just look at my articles on the, the new stack that I have. Right. And, and if you want to find me, I'm pretty much RN Alexander on Twitter, Mastodon.social, kind of freaking everywhere. Or just search for Ryan Alexander and look for a guy who isn't a porn star. I'm not even joking. Like, the first hit is a oh, porn star. Oh, that's true. That is a porn star. Right, Ryan Alexander is a porn yeah, star. Yeah, I which, did not know which, that. Which, which sounds really weird, but honestly, it's kind of convenient to not be the first hit and to have the first hit be something that is kind of socially repellent to certain groups of people. Because he's a gay porn star, too, so that's awesome. Uh, that's why I don't really know. Because I'm like, they go looking for me, and they're like, ew, gay and porn star. I'm like, good, if you react that way, I didn't want you to find me in the first place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think he's a good gay porn star, as far as I know. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't dive that deep. <laughs> on that note, thank you very much for listening again. And um, reach out to us. Uh, if you look for the hashtag uh, TechGrumps, then we are, well, at least I'm watching. So um, if you want to be on the show, get in touch. If you have any comments about the show, then get in touch. Um, And I think that's it. Thank you and good night. Good night.